Have you ever found yourself feeling out of control and overwhelmed with all the chaos in the world? As mothers, we're dealing with some pretty heavy stuff. Joyfully Prepared guides and reassures mothers that they can create a home of love, unity, and laughter, as well as produce an atmosphere of resourcefulness and resilience. I know a lot about a few things and a little about a lot of things. I'm your host, Wendy Bergen, and this is the Joyfully Prepared podcast. It's simple, but it's vital, of course. So the basic, the basic law of storing water is that you should have two gallons of water per person per day for two weeks. So if you do math, and I'll, let's see if I can do math on the fly right here. So let's say it's just you. So you need to have two gallons for yourself per day for two weeks. So that would be 28 gallons, I do believe, because 7, 14 times 2, right, is 28, if I do the math correct. So that would that's how you would ex- extrapolate um, how you would how much to store water. Now, before you go, well, I have 11 people in my family. I can't store that much water. I appreciate that because I have had nine people in my family I have seven children, so I get that. So we'll talk about that in just a second. The reason why you want to have that much water is you don't realize how much water you actually use in a given day. And I'm not talking about taking showers or baths, but just washing your hands uses up quite a bit of water. You'll need to drink water. When you're in the place where you need to use your stored water, unless you're me... So I'll I'll tell you this. I will just tell you all the stuff that I did wrong and all just just humiliating things because that's how we learn. And you might as well learn from me because it's already been done. I don't like to I don't like anything that's painful and bills are very painful to me. When I was living in my own house, my townhouse, I didn't pay bills. Like I don't know what was wrong with me. I just was like, because bills meant that I didn't have as much money to do fun things with. Not that I was doing anything fun, but so I didn't pay my water bill for long enough to the point where it got turned off. I had been storing water because my aunt had told me to store water. So I got up one morning to go to work and I didn't have any water and took me a little while. I'm like, oh, there's the reason. (laughs) That's the reason, Wendy, you didn't. You didn't pay your bill, so you don't have any water. So thankfully, I had stored water, and I was able to kind of get a little sponge bath and get myself ready for the day. And, you know, that took up, I had two-liter bottles. So, you know, that took up, I I don't remember, three, probably two or three bottles just to kind of get myself ready for the day where I would normally take a shower. And it wasn't pleasant, but at least I was fresh ish And then I had to go pay the water bill that day and they turn my water back on. Just know that dumb things like that can happen, like me being dumb. (laughs) But you could have a water main break. You could have other chemical leaks in the water. You could have lots of different things that happen. I mean, look at Flint, Michigan. Look at uh, the, the floods in different areas, especially in the Midwest where they have to be like on, they have to boil their water before they can consume it or, or, you know, use it. Uh, There's lots of reasons why you would want to have 
water on hand, but the two gallons per person per day for two weeks is a general guideline. The idea is that hopefully in two weeks, you'll have your problem solved one way or the other. If you're in a place where, in a situation where this is like total doomsday that, you know, people prepare for, if you want to just spend a little time in the doomsday realm, if like the apocalypse or something horrible happens and you're kind of out on your own, you would have two weeks of your bottled water and that would give you time to find another water source basically is the the idea behind behind the standard the guideline but you can see just with some of the stuff going on with this pandemic water was flying off the shelves and there was no problem with water water was never an issue in this pandemic people gravitated towards getting lots of water not and that's certainly not a bad thing at all when you're considering storing water you're going to want to you want to be careful the way you store it, where you store it, and what containers you're storing it in. The milk jug type water, milk jug plastic, it does break down uh, a little bit faster than the peat, P-E-T, P-E-T, we call it peat or pet. You'll see the little triangle at the bottom of a, a plastic container. If it has a two in it, you can use it for food. There's other grades of it as well, but that's what we call it. It's more of a sturdy plastic. You have your water bottle, like the milk jug type plastic, and then you have this peat plastic. And then you have glass also. You can store water in glass. Honestly, that would be preferable, but it's certainly not very portable and it'll break. it could break easily. The milk jug plastic is not going to leak a lot of the BPAs into your water, but the plastic itself breaks down rather quickly, like in a year. So you would need to rotate through that water on a regular basis. You always want to store any food, anything you're consuming, like water or food, in a cool, dry, and dark environment as best you possibly can. Everybody has different circumstances. Not everybody has a basement or a um, doomsday bunker. I don't even have one of those. (laughs) No, some people don't have, they have very, very limited space in their home. So we, we learn to adjust and we're learning to adapt. I'm just giving you basic guidelines. And then, then we go into kind of critical thinking mode. Like, how do I do this for my situation, for my family? These are just kind of basic ideas and basic guidelines. Just know that those are kind of the ways that you can store them. Now, I know people who get these big, giant 55-gallon barrels and store their water in that. that. And nowadays, you can do that easily and then uh, buy like a pump, a hand pump that'll pull the water out so that or a siphon, you can get those. If you want to store, you'll need to stabilize your water. You can put some a little bit of bleach in that. There are uh, tanks that you can store water in. So if you want to go big and bold, you can get some of those, you know, bigger type tanks or barrels and do that. You also have water in your water heater, in your in the pipes in your wa- in your house. Those are that's usable water. So you have that as well. 
when you're storing water, like if you're going to stack it on top of each other, make sure that you're not, I mean, I think a gallon of water is about eight pounds. So if you, if you have, you know, two or three layers of water, a gallons of water, it's going to get pretty, um, pretty heavy on that bottom layer. So, you know, be judicious with how you store it and maybe not stack it so high on top of each other. And then my last, my last suggestion would be to invest in a water uh, filter. Sawyer, uh, Berkey, those are the two that I recommend. So let's say you're in a doomsday situation that you can't, you can't get water through your tap um, for whatever reason. And so you need to go find a, basically another water source. You have your two-week supply of water and then you're now going to go in search of another water source. It could be a lake or a stream, a river, something along those lines. You would use these water filters to filter through that water. And you obviously boiling water is helpful. Boiling water won't take out like the big chunks of things. And boiling water doesn't always kill some of the viruses and bacteria that are in water as well. So we I'll do I'll do a deeper dive on water like that kind of thing in a, in a later episode um, because that we start getting into, like I said, viruses and bacteria, boiling, steaming, you know, all that kind of stuff. And we need to spend more time with that. But I just wanted to talk mostly about water storage and that you need to have it. And just start slowly. That's all you're doing. You're going to just add a little bit every time you go to the grocery store. Or if you empty a two liter bottle, you know, washed out with real well with hot water and soap. Just make sure all the suds and bubbles are out. And you can put an eighth of a teaspoon of bleach in the bottle and then fill it up with water. And, you know, cap it and, and put, put label on it like when, when, you, when you did it, put the date on it. And then store it somewhere cool, dry, and dark. And that begins your water storage. It's really quite that simple. So hopefully that's helpful. The next episode, we'll talk about food storage. Um, we'll, we'll first start with like three months supply of food, and then we'll talk about long-term supply. But that, that should get you started and encourage you, hopefully, to store some water. So I appreciate you listening. If you'd like more information or you would like to join my Facebook group, it is Prepare Every Needful Thing. And we would love to have you. We're on there learning and sharing and helping one another. And it's just a nice, joyful little place to be. Um, I would really love and appreciate it so much if you left a review. Thank you for listening and enjoy your day. Thank you so much for listening to Joyfully Prepared. I'm grateful for you and appreciate you inviting me into your life. Please subscribe and tell all your friends about this delightful podcast. Leaving a joyful review would earn you all sorts of karma points too. I invite you to join my free Facebook group at www.joyfulprepgroup.com and join with other like-minded mothers.